0: This is episode 59 of African and American with your girl Six the Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. Peace and love family, I hope you're doing well. I am doing well. Uh, We're gonna go ahead and get right into this week's episode because every year around this time, we gotta kinda have this conversation because there's weird things that start going on around this time okay and you're you're wondering six so you know what's the weird thing that be happening very good question (laughs) the weird thing that be happening is negroes they start doing this this thing where they start like um vouching for old white guys to be an answer for us in any way, shape or form as black people. People start going hard for the presidential elections. Okay? We start doing something that we've been doing for a very long time and has never, ever resulted in anything for black people specifically besides allowing more black people to vote. Okay, that is what we have accomplished by voting. Now, here are some common myths about voting. Some the presidential election is a waste of time to vote in period now, if you are someone who votes for things like your judges, commissioners, sheriffs, um vote for your local laws, amendments, things of that nature, um great, okay. You need to do that. You need to be active and have a say-so in the people that run your communities. However, when it comes to the presidential election, love yourself, king. Love yourself, queen. And don't waste your time at those polls. Your time is valuable. I made a list of some other things you could do with the time that it would take you to go vote. That where your time would be better spent. You could start a stamp collection. Perhaps if you're really feeling spicy, a bottle cap collection. Um, you could count all the popcorns in your ceiling. Okay. If you really need something to do. Instead of wasting your time going to vote in the presidential election, those are some things you can do. Um, Bird watching. Okay. Um, You can go to the lake and skip pebbles. If you really need something better to do, then vote in the presidential election. Um, I'm going to, I've discussed this on the show before, but it's been a while. It was probably around this time last year that we had this talk because this is the thing. I am not vote shaming. I'm not saying that, oh my God, you're dumb if you vote or why you vote. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you really feel compelled to vote, by all means, baby vote. But what you don't need to be doing is shaming your people who don't vote okay what you don't need to be doing is participating in everything that the system wants you to participate to destroy your people and family structures and erase you from your culture you you you'll participate in so many things that contribute to that but then it's like negroes will be doing so much BS. And then be like, but go vote though. And then want like an award for, you ain't did shit else, okay? But now you want to go cast one funky ballot and you're like thinking that you power to the people and you just did something. Never in the history of voting in presidential elections has there ever been anything tangible, real, productive, or meaningful done specifically for black people only it's never happened okay these these folks see i really ooh ooh see black people we really do not understand the meaning of diplomacy we really do not i think black people expect black people i think our expectation of what racism is is wrong it's very wrong we i feel like majority of black people have a very basic thought in their head of racist and i think racist in their mind is like a white person being like "You nigger and like lynching them from a tree i think black people expect racism to be that blatant i think black people really confuse diplomacy with white people truly caring about us, doing for us, being on our side, I truly believe that. This is what racism really is. This is a perfect example of what racism really is, people. A white person can smile at you, do the whip nae nae with you, have hot sauce in their purse with you and all that, and still be racist because it's a system. It's, racism is not a person. I think that's so important for us to understand. Racism is not a person. Black people do not have any real power, push, or pull for the presidential elections. It's a money game. The presidential election is simply a game of throwing money around. It would make you ill to picture the amount of money that we would need, first of all, to be able to throw money into our own politicians okay and the reason why that is is because a majority of the time whenever black people do try to accumulate real wealth life-changing wealth that can do things like fund politicians for their people and so on and so so forth majority of the time they're sabotaged, killed or something Okay, majority of the time White supremacy is not going to sit by and let a large groups of black people accumulate life-changing wealth. Okay, they, they, they might be cool with you having a few dollars here or there, a few bucks. But when we talk about the kind of money that can get laws changed, passed, or amended for you, when we talk about money that can really fund presidential election candidates, um, majority, if, if maybe not none of us, are touching that kind of money. Okay? Um, so what white supremacy does, like we've said before, is it unites white people, even if they're not united amongst each other. The system works for them simply just based upon their skin color. Okay? So once they have that system in place, now when you do have... Um, The rich white males of the the world that have certain levels of wealth because of slavery, capitalism, so on and so forth. We already know how that goes because of the head start, because of the stealing, because of the robbery. Now they, they set the bar. They set that financial bar to where it's okay. So for you to even have a say so, have a politician, have a president or a difference, you have to have X amount of dollars. He's pretty much made it where others can pretty much never catch up to where he's at. So he that's how he maintains that power. That's why there is no such thing as white people ever allowing equality for anybody. Because equality means them losing all of their power. It's very important to understand that. And once you really understand that, you stop being fooled by diplomacy. You stop being fooled by them playing the game the way it goes with us to move us in the direction they want us to go. You begin to not even take it personal when you realize how weak they are, how much weaker they are, and why systematic racism is the catalyst of them staying alive, you, you begin to almost respect it. Like, that's life. Okay? Um, I guess it's just something that we cannot relate to. Uh, I think that's why it's hard for us to understand that since we are the superior beings of the planet. Um, I think it's hard for us to under- understand that. I don't think that our minds, it's hard for our minds to comprehend having to oppress another people in order to stay afloat. Because we're supreme. We, we can have a quote unquote, you can even the playing field with us. And we're still always going to be ahead because we're supreme. So other people depend on systematic racism and oppression to literally stay alive. Okay, so I get that. I don't fault you for that. But I also will be moving in accordance to that. Also, (laughs) it's not just all is forgiven, Sarah. I know you're not like that. You're my friend. No, Sarah, you still benefit from that system. And you always will. And I have to keep that in mind and move the way I need to move. This is chess, not checkers. So the presidential election is such a great example of what racism really is. Because the people in control have the power to control whether or not you do or do not get what you want. Even basic things like basic human rights and respect. So I call this the racist hamster wheel. That's what I call the presidential election. I call it the racist hamster wheel. And the black people are the little hamsters. And you can't just leave hamsters in a cage. they are going to get antsy. Okay, you need to make them feel like they're going somewhere. Okay, just give them some kind of busy work. You know, when your teacher was absent, she would give the substitute, like, worksheets and stuff for you to do. That way, y'all still doing something. But this ain't really doing anything. It's just enough to keep you occupied and keep you quiet. That's what they do to us every single one of these presidential elections. First, these are the stages of the presidential election. And this is... Listen, this does not change... (laughs) This system does not vary. This is how they do it every four years. like clockwork. This happens every time. And we fall for this every single time. Without a doubt. It's the most simple yet genius system I've ever seen. Okay. So this is the first stage. The first stage is... The media highlights everything wrong in the world oh my god we are under attack for terrorists oh my god we are at war to all the way to oh my god they're trying to take away food stamps okay it's so many different spectrums oh my god coronavirus okay there's some kind of virus outbreak, Ebola, Zika, swine flu. There's something like that. There's some kind of war or war rumors. There's some kind of terrorist threats that's amplified mad extra in the media. Okay. Then the next step is you hype people up. Okay. Okay. You get you gather whatever black influencers, celebrities that, that are willing to work for you, and you make them hype people up to vote. I mean, you let them know, you tell them every year. Here go the key term they tell you this election is the most important election. Y'all get out there and vote. This is the most important election. Wait. Y'all said the election four years ago was the most important election. Wait, you said the election eight years ago was the most hold up. Every election y'all say is the most important election. Okay, so you hired the influencers. Okay, you even got some Negroes that will campaign for you for free. And let's take a pause right there. Okay. Marketing, campaigning ain't nothing but marketing. Okay, campaigning is a nice way of saying marketing. They're trying to buy you. A company trying to buy you is not always literally trying to get money from you. In this instance, they're trying to get a vote from you. Which is essentially still getting money from you, but that's a whole nother story. Um, Marketing is one of the top uh, business revenues period ever in the world country universe period marketing is a booming industry people pay big bucks for marketing now these rich old white men get huge breaks in their marketing budgets from black people because the black people they're gonna market for you for free for free free 99 zero dollars and zero cents Again, these will be black people that ain't doing nothing really uh, constructive and productive to or towards their people any other time of year, okay? Nigga got three baby mamas, three broken families in three different homes, behind on child support, beat women, cheat on women, lie to them. (laughs) He owed three niggas money right now, okay? Um, But that nigga will be like, vote black power. And the nigga is doing something. Wait a minute. You ain't doing nothing towards reestablishing our culture, elevating our ancestors, um, finding truth on religion, building strong black families, um, establishing traditional gender roles in our people. You ain't doing any of that. But got the nerve to be talking about some Vote black power power to the people. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Right plan, wrong woman. Okay. All right. So, then they get black people super hyped. They tell you that all the pain you've been going through is getting ready to stop in this election. This is the game changer. This election here, this is the one. Then they tell you, if you don't vote, you ain't going to get your food stamps. And guess who they go to? What's the starter kit? What's the I need some black people that's gullible starter kit? Where is the first place they go? The church. The church is a huge ally to the presidential elections. And that is a whole nother story again that we'll talk about another time. But that's where they go. Straight to the church. Where do we go when we want to get gullible, friendly, forgiving Negroes that are holding on to lost hope? The church. To the church, James. Take me to the church. Set sail for the church. Boy, it work every time. And then there go the church Negroes in there. Oh, Lord. then Here go the church. Church ain't never, ever taught you nothing about no ancestor honoring ever, ever in life. Okay. They tell you it's voodoo and pagan and black magic. But now here go the one time the church want to bring up ancestors. Ooh, and it's so disrespectful. Every time they do this, it make my skin crawl. I be like, man, y'all know y'all dead ass wrong for that. Now, y'all know y'all disgusting for that. How dare you use the an ancestor's name in vain like that? Here it go. Here go the starter kit. Your ancestors died so you could vote. Ooh, no, you didn't. Ooh, no, you did not. You ain't mentioned the ancestor's. I'm about to get real Florida on y'all. You ain't mentioned the ancestors not nan another time. Not nan. And then got the nerve when you trying to secure that bag and be that real deal pawn. Now you want to try to play the ancestor card with your people as though your ancestors died so you could vote. That is not why your ancestors died. Okay? Stop. Your ancestors did not die so you could vote. Your ancestors died so that you could have some type of hope or inkling or way of having basic human respect. No, they did not die so you could vote. Your aunt, see how you, see how they always soften how evil they really are in history no our ancestors died so we could be treated like human beings actually okay let's not sugarcoat why our ancestors were our ancestors died because they didn't want us to be slaves anymore your ancestors died at the very system you are voting in with this presidential election These people that you are voting for, your ancestors died at their hands. I don't give a damn if you Jewish, Christian, or whatever kind of presidential candidate you are. Your ancestors died at their ancestors' hands. Do not disrespect your ancestors saying that they died for you to vote. That is not why they died. If you do not consistently praise and honor your ancestors and truly believe in your ancestors, do not bring their name up when it's convenient for you. It's extremely disrespectful and treasonous. Stop doing that. If voting is so great, you shouldn't have to bring up no ancestor to convince anyone of that. Stop that. Y'all are dead wrong when y'all be saying that. And yes, I'm judging. And the ancestors told me to tell y'all this, by the way. They said, the ancestors said, hey, (laughs) listen, baby. I don't know what y'all got going on, but but keep our names out your mouth. Y'all ain't got no ancestor altar. You ain't gave us no offering. You ain't poured us no libation. You ain't even mentioned our names. You ain't got our picture nowhere. Please, please stop. You ain't did no dance for us. You ain't played a lick of music for us. You ain't lit a candle for us. You ain't did none of that. You still giving Jesus credit for the work that we do for you. And so they, they told me, this is this is them saying this, not me. They told me to tell you, keep my motherfucking name out your mouth. Harriet Tubman told me to tell y'all this. She said, don't mention my motherfucking name, Period. <laughs> and that's from auntie harriet so um i'm telling i i told them what y'all doing i told them that y'all and this is the thing if you want to vote my brother you are free to do that my sister you are free to do that but go cast your vote and then go home stop campaigning for these people Stop doing free marketing for these people. At least make these people pay you. My God, if you if you are going to be out here marketing for these people, at least make sure they pay you. Okay? These people don't ask these candidates multiple times about things like reparations and they they start doing the electric slide. I'm going to teach you teach you hey i'm doing the electric slide hey fuck it up boy every time you ask them about reparations they be like slide i'm gonna teach you teach you hey i'm doing the electric slide hey every time a none. one of them gave a straight answer yep yeah period, about reparations, the minute you ask about that shit, all of a sudden, you doing the A-Town stomp, <laughs> all right, so they basically saying, if if you really uh, want to take it there, basically, what they telling you is, ain't no reparations, oh, then I heard one Negro really uh, lose their mind, talking about, oh, um, the only black people that care about the presidential election is rich black people. Half of y'all niggas, y'all too broke for the presidential election to even affect y'all. Who told you that lie, Jamarcus? Okay? Who told you that lie, Tyrone? Okay, I want y'all to understand this. When when people say stuff like that, do you understand that you would have to have in excess of minimum, and, and and I'm not, don't quote me on this number, but this is a ballpark, you would probably have to have between 10 to 20 million minimum in the bank for that whole tax bracket thing that they talk in to really affect you for real, okay? And again, if there is a presidential candidate that you feel has something to uh, tangibly and specifically offer you by all means, baby, go cast your vote, but you do not got to promote that ish. you do not have to shame your people into feeling like they have to uh vote and this again now this we're also we're not touching on in this episode because we'll be here all day, but it don't matter. Who y'all get in that um booth, that little hot-ass booth, it don't matter how many of y'all get in that booth and vote for whoever. I don't know who needed to hear this, but y'all don't even pick the president. But that's neither here nor there. Because all y'all could get out there and the numbers could add up in favor for a certain candidate and they gonna say, oh, that's nice the see the election the presidential is election is nothing but again the hamster wheel, okay this is where we're at on the steps in the hamster wheel We are at the hype up the hype up, even though you don't even pick the president for real, even though w- when they when they have you vote for the president, it's more so. Basically, what they're saying is, oh, y'all thought we was asking you that because y'all was going to actually pick the president. or oh, we just wanted to know y'all opinion. The presidential election is nothing but an opinion of the people. And it's like, it's like, you know, when your mama be like, what y'all want for dinner? And y'all be like pizza. And she be like, no, nah, I don't want pizza. Matter of fact. We got some spaghetti at home. And then in your head, you'd be like, well, why the fuck you asked me what we wanted to eat if you knew that we was going to go home and reheat two days ago spaghetti anyway? Talking about we got some spaghetti in there. Because she just wanted to try to make you feel better, okay? She just wanted to make you feel important for a second. She just wanted you to know that your voice would be heard, Now, she's mama, and she gonna make the final decision, of course. But it was nice of her to at least be curious as to what you wanted. So, the presidential election ain't nothing but white supremacy telling the people, like, what y'all want for dinner? And America is like, hot dogs! And then the electoral college is like, No, we got some leftover green bean casserole at home. That is the best way I can sum up the way this whole election works. Okay, so let's go on to the next step. So now the next step is the voting part. So now we have made the world look like it's in total crisis. Then we have hyped the election up as the most important election to date And this is going to be the game-changer, okay? This is going to be the election that puts us where we need to be, and we just got to get out there and vote. Now the next step comes the actual voting. And then the folk, they come out in droves, okay? They come out in droves to vote. So everybody cast their little vote the person that you voted for doesn't win um and then if they do win they ain't doing shit for you period don't even ask like when Obama won Obama won and black people did not care what he really did or did not do for them they was just happy that the black guy won that's all it took Okay, just keep you Negroes quiet. Keep y'all busy. Okay, so then everybody goes out, they vote. So then, um, nothing happens that you wanted to happen. Nothing specifically for Black people happens, even though almost every other ethnic group has things done specifically for them. Then all of a sudden it's, well, we can't do something just for black people. Okay, even though you do things just for gay people, okay, even though you do things just for Hispanic people, but okay, cool. It is what it is. I'm not surprised. So now the next step after the voting is the disappointment and blame, so now we're on the hamster wheel. We're in crisis. We got to vote. Okay, we voted. See, see, we didn't get what we wanted because y'all niggas ain't vote. Better, we gotta, we gotta go harder and make sure we do better for the next election. Oh, Lord. Lord, this is this, this how it be it be like hey we came out and voted and we still didn't get what we wanted and then in my mind I'm like yes they're waking up they're seeing that that is not the way and I'm expecting them to be like man fuck y'all but they be like hey we voted and we didn't get anything we wanted vote again and I'm like no no no, no, what, I thought, oh, come on, man, we were this close, we were this close, I'd be like, bruh, how, how long do we be on this hamster wheel, okay, and then nothing changes, nothing tangible happens, nothing gets better, and then we're like, Well, it's our own fault because we ain't vote. Wait a minute. Yes, we did. Did you see all these Negroes out here campaigning and voting? Yes, they did vote. Yes, they did. So at what point do we stop? I'm sorry, but it's damn near retarded at this point that we really put so much into this presidential election. So it's like, at what point do we say... Hmm, we're seeing a cycle here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, at what point do we say, all right, I see what's going on. Some of the most powerful ethnic groups in this country don't cast a ballot ever. They don't give a damn who wins the presidential election. Because no matter who the president is, they gonna still get theirs. Period. They they not stunting none of that. But that's a whole nother conversation again. So. Um, basically people. We, we got to really learn. How to not make something. More than what it is. We tend to do that. We'll take a book. And make it more than what it is. We'll take a presidential election. And make it more than what it is. Everyone has the freedom to choose. If you choose to vote, that's your choice. If you choose to not vote, that is your choice. My personal choice, my personal opinion is to not vote. There has not been a candidate who has made any kind of mention with a realistic way to actually make it happen. They have not mentioned anything specifically tangible towards my people and therefore I have enough pride and dignity in myself to where I'm not accepting no crumbs from you Um, I have enough faith in myself and my own people that we do not need to participate in the same system that oppresses us and expect that to make a change because, again, these are the same Negroes who will date interracial, who will believe that homosexuality is OK. All the things that are truly destructive to us as African people. OK, so if, if you say, oh, voting is the way, but you're not going just as hard for reestablishing strong black family structures. I mean, you're you backwards hustling. Voting is a bandaid. That people put on to make themselves look and feel better. You don't want to do the real work which starts with yourself, which starts at home, which starts with our families. You just want to be able to take the easy way out and yap about some voting, cast a ballot, and make it seem like you did more than the rest. And and really try to convince yourself and your people that this is the answer to our problems. Voting away in the system That oppresses us. That is insanity. It is pure, unadulterated insanity, to say the least. That is not the way. Go as hard for your people. Go as hard for your families as you do for these presidents and these presidential elections and candidates and so on and so forth. I see our people doing whole speeches and campaigns and rallies For these rich white men. And it's like. Until you have rallied. For every single one of your brothers. You should never be rallying. As a black man for no white man. For nothing. If anything. He should be rallying for you. He owes you. He built himself up. On your back. He should be rallying for you. To help even out this playing field. As a black man. You should have more respect for yourself. As a God. Than to ever open your mouth. To rally for no white man. And vouch for no white man. Them rich white folks in power. Don't need you for anything. They use you. Because you allow it. Okay, you give anyone the option to use something, even if they don't need it, they might still use it just because you letting it. Why not? How in my again, this is my opinion, in my opinion, how dare you as a black man take a second away from yourself or your brothers to elevate campaign or vouch for a no white man? You look crazy doing that. In my opinion, you will have to rally with that same energy for every single one of your brothers before you ever opened your mouth to rally for a white man when he has a system that puts and keeps him 30 steps ahead of you at all times. Black people did not invent this system. Black people don't have any power to truly penetrate this system. This system of government election voting So, the same people in charge of the racist system are in charge of the system that supposedly gets you out of it. And, brothers and sisters, that is racism. That is what racism is all about. You got to go through the same system that oppresses you to get out of it. Guess what that means? You'll never get out of it that way, you'll never get out of it playing with their cards. Okay, stop shaming your sisters and brothers who said, fuck that damn election. They're not wrong. Just like you're not wrong for voting. We all live in different places. We have different life circumstances, different goals and aspirations that we have. Some things may work for some people or be worth it to some, and it may not work or be worth it to others. And that's fine. Okay. But what I all, if we don't take anything else from this segment, I will say if you're going to vote, vote. But stop campaigning for them. Stop free marketing for them. And stop making this more than what it really is. I recently did my first interview in Atlanta. um, on the big facts podcast with DJ Scream and Big Bang. Um shout out to them. I had a really good time. Um during the interview um it see okay, whenever we got to talking in any way shape or form about relationships between man and woman it seems like whenever we discuss loyalty relationships um rules standards the first thing it seems like we tend to go towards is like cheating um like we had mentioned you know loyalty relationships and um it was like it would be like well you know i feel like dudes are full of it or i feel like You know, if niggas got a lot going on, then they need to just tell me. And I just want to put this into perspective because I feel like we have set this extremely low standard for relationships to where all somebody has to do is not cheat and it's like then they're like, the perfect ideal spouse or perfect ideal boyfriend or girlfriend. And unfortunately, that is not the case. Okay, I think that we put a lot of emphasis on cheating and we are only really concerned about all we think about is, well, I just want to make sure this person is only talking to me and we get very possessive and they're only mine. And we forget that there is more to it. What if you have someone that doesn't cheat but they lie about money. What if you have someone that doesn't cheat, but they beat your ass? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What if you have someone who doesn't cheat, but is extremely insecure? Or someone who is extremely emotional, emotionally unstable? Okay? Brothers and sisters, please be looking for more in a partner than someone who just does not cheat. Okay, and and this is in and I'm bringing this up because this is in almost every circle, every type of conversation circle I'm in. Whenever we talk about relationships, it is always focused on that. And it's like, first of all, if we pay attention to the laws of attraction, we attract what we focus on. So it's like so many women are so focused on, well, if he got other bitches, he need to tell me and I need to be this and that. And you, you so focused on that, that little do you know, those have become the only kind of men you attract. There are other things that we have, to, it, is the, it is so minimalistic and elementary to only require someone to not cheat and then that makes them a good partner. That is in no way, shape, or form true. Let's try focusing on can that person communicate, okay? Is that person honest? Always remember, relationships are love, marriage is business. Can you do business with this individual? Can you trust? There's also the element of trust. Trust also is not just about, oh, do I trust that this person won't cheat? When you marry someone, you are in business together. Every decision that they make affects you legally. Okay? That is what we need to be worried about. Is this person equally yoked? Is this person educated on how to build generational wealth? Is this person going to mess your money up? Are you going to build the wealth? Is this person going to spend all your money? Is this person going to cause you to have a, a bad business reputation? Okay. And, and I feel like with men and women, we have different things that we have to be worried about. So as a man, don't just be so focused on, oh, these bitches be out here cheating and fucking off. Maybe be you need to be worried about more than that. That's actually extremely basic. Okay. Not cheating is not hard. And contrary to popular belief, there are more people who don't cheat than people who do. The reality is so many of us have been so tainted from previous relationships that we are so concerned about cheating more so for our own ego. Majority of people that think somebody's cheating, unfortunately, is in their mind. Okay, insecurity is a mother. And don't let you have been the person where you was cheating with someone before. Now you really got trust issues. And nine times out of ten, we're projecting our own ego and trust issues on the relationships. Okay, and and, and now for the fellas, in your mind, you might be like, Oh, uh, you know, she a good woman because she loyal or she don't cheat or something like that. Not forgetting this girl emotionally unstable AF. This girl, check on this person's mental health. Is this person bipolar? Is this person depressed? You know what I'm saying? You be so worried about, oh, does a woman cheat? Is she gonna breastfeed your children? Is she gonna put poisonous formula down your child's throat? Is she gonna put your kid in a seatbelt in a car seat? These are these are all examples of things we need to be focused on when picking a partner. Okay, because we ain't talking about if you one of them black people where all you doing is playing house and doing boyfriend, girlfriend, baby, daddy, this conversation ain't for you. You could do whatever you want because what you're doing is not productive towards anything anyway. I'm talking about married or marriage minded black people. It's brothers right now being guilted into staying with emotionally unstable or emotionally or spiritually abusive women because his homeboy is talking about, well, bro, you know, she holds you down. There's more to it than that, okay? We focus so much on the element of, does that person have someone else for our own ego that we overlook the other qualities that really matter. I'm talking about when choosing a partner to build with. Not cheating, that is easy, that is basic, and we have to stop applauding people like, oh, you know. and there's women right now, Who might have a nigga that is beating her ass, ain't ain't pulling his weight financially, lying, acting a fool. And and she got girlfriend saying, girl, you better stay with that man. That's a good man. You know, he come home every night. Can we stop reducing relationships down to that where someone can be toxic AF, but if they don't cheat, we're like, oh, well, they don't cheat. Duh. Okay, they're. I don't know what award we are all looking to receive for not cheating but it doesn't exist okay it's like getting an award for being a parent duh you should be a parent duh you should take care of your children it's like getting an award for paying your rent uh you're an adult duh you should pay your rent you know what i'm saying so it's i feel like so many of us we are so concerned on qualities that feed our ego instead of qualities that feed long-term productive marriages. Okay. Um, Once you are vibrating at a certain level of divinity and greatness, I and I, I know for y'all, it, sometimes when you're in such a rut, shit like this sounds so like... This is not real life, but it is. Okay, once you reach a certain vibrational level, you're not going to attract certain things. So you can stop worrying as a If you're a woman, you can stop worrying and harassing every nigga you get with talking about, I know you got other bitches. You can stop doing that when you have elevated yourself to the point where you're not even attracting that where you have elevated yourself to the point where you are so valuable in your womanhood and in your femininity that a man couldn't even wrap his mind around hurting you or losing you. We want to be focused more on being such a game-changing woman that when a man does get his hands on you, his only mindset is, I'm not risking her for anyone else. I feel like a lot of women are so insecure about cheating because deep down inside, you know you basic, and you know that one of you comes along every 15 minutes like a bus. So that's why you insecure, because you know this nigga can easily wake up tomorrow and find another chick way better than you. Cause you got an attitude problem, your credit is bad, you fat, okay, you rude, so come on, focus on being the best version of yourself you can be. Two things happen when you do that. When you start being focused on the best person you can be, you attract better, number one, and that's the most important part there, and number two, you're not insecure because you know you're as good as it gets, Insecurity is nothing but a person subconsciously saying that I know you can do better than me. So if you are on the receiving end of dealing with an insecure partner, listen to that person. Because basically what they're telling you is, why are you with me? You could be with someone so much better than me. And that goes for men or women. That doesn't have a name or address or a sex on it. It can go both ways. There are women with men who are insecure and they're insecure because they know she could do better. There are women with men who are insecure because she knows that he can do better. This is why you elevate yourself. You vibrate high. You become the best version of yourself. That way you're attracting your equal. You're attracting people who are not on that BS. It's no surprise That it's always the same girl continuously crying about getting cheated on and how niggas played her and how niggas ain't shit. It's always the same women that are are having to, to have those same conversations over and over. And they don't even realize, sis, it's because you are fixated on it. It's because that's the only thing on your mind. You constantly worried about if a nigga got another bitch and if a nigga doing this, this rubber rubber rah. You so focused on that that sis, you don't mess around, and all you attract is more cheating ass Negroes. Okay. I'm not even thinking about all the, the cheating and play. I'm not even thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? You need to vibrate at the level that says, I am so dope. I am so rare that if, if, a, if a man ever did, you know, come out his mind to want to cheat on me, hey, that's his loss. <laughs> Bentley, don't beg anyone to drive it. Brothers and sisters, when we are together, when we're discussing love relationships, let's start focusing more on how we choose partners we can build with. Let's start talking about credit, financial literacy, honesty, communication, because you can love someone and that person cannot cheat all day and you cannot cheat all day. But if that person fucks up money, the relationship ain't going to last. If that person lies, the relationship ain't going to last. If their person is abusive, the relationship ain't going to last. But if you have created this idea in your mind that a good partner is reduced to simply just not cheating you're going to really miss out on focusing that qualities that build the long-term marriages and relationships that we need vibrate higher attract better reject whatever is not matching the vibration you on keep your instincts sharp trust the vibes okay people we gotta move past we 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 really sometimes be on real basic shit and sometimes we have to know that we got to move past that, brothers and sisters. All right. It's 2020. We doing better. Ain't nobody getting cookies for what they're supposed to do. We're not being basic. Okay. We upgrading. All right, y'all. Again, let's be positive minded, high vibrational. Let's attract better. Let's be better continuously every day. Um, I want to thank you all for listening. We are out of time this week please to come back next week please don't forget to subscribe like if you want to send sponsorship money for the show you can do so um or you can send it through cash app at dollar sign six the goddess like my instagram i thank you in advance for your support i want you all to have a great rest of your week and as always peace love and black power